0: How's it everybody? This is Kobe and Andrew, and welcome back to another episode of Uncut. If you're new to our podcast, thank you so much for joining us. We are basically filmmakers that have decided to start a podcast because we wanted to highlight some of Hawaii's top creators, entrepreneurs, and change makers. We are almost wrapping up our second season, and we can't believe it. It's been such a fun journey, lots of learning lessons.
1: And if you guys are watching the podcast, you may notice that I'm in studio. You see our setup back there, but Kobe's not. You know, we're remote. We're trying something new. And um, I, I actually leave for a month to Italy uh, for our wedding and honeymoon. So I'm stoked for that. And um, we really wanted to be able to get season two wrapped up for you guys before I leave. So um, hope you guys enjoy it. We have a very exciting guest today. Um, he's been on so many different things, and he's well-known, Keola Raposo, co-owner, Uh, Co-founder and owner of Fitted. Uh, So many great stories. Like, this podcast could have went on for hours. Yeah, seriously. I think it's the longest one so far, yeah? (laughs) Seriously,
0: yeah. Because Keola, he's such a creative, but he's also, I think, like, just a philosopher. He's, like, such deep thought and so intentional about his designs, but also, like, the way he approaches life and um, really staying true to his roots, culture, and he's just awesome person to talk story with Kobe
1: Kobe do you remember your seventh grade teacher's name
0: no (laughs)
1: dude what's crazy guys is Ola seriously remembers everyone's names like listen to the podcast and he's like shout out to my third grade teacher shout out to my seventh grade teacher Mrs. he knows their first and
0: last names and and like like, the year that he met them it's like like,
1: and how they impacted his life it's so crazy to have that kind of thing and you know, I think that the main topic of this this whole thing was just um, constantly being curious and that's exactly what Ola is. You know, everything, every drop they do with Fitted, he researches, they research as a team and figure out the stories behind it. So it's so cool to just be able to like sit down and talk to him and, you know, share this mm-hmm. with you guys.
0: Yeah, hope you guys enjoy it.
1: hola thanks for coming on and thanks for being with us thank you it's my pleasure i know both of you for a long time yeah
0: a long time can't wait to catch up on all the things deep dive yeah
1: deep dive
2: (laughs) perfect (laughs) (laughs) brought my scuba gear Thanks for um, having me. though. Know, for like, I'm very honored to be here with you guys.
0: No, we are super stoked. So we had Gabe and May on. We we're just talking about this, but we had Gabe and May on a few episodes ago, and he, he was talking about like his inspiration for Rise High, and like one of the stories that he that comes to his mind that was just like a powerful one was yours about growing up, um, and how you just kind of like changed the narrative on like what is quote-unquote normal for you know a kid growing growing up in kahalu (laughs) so tell us about like how that shout out to
2: gabe journey (laughs)
0: started yeah
2: yeah oh
1: i mean how far (laughs) i mean i I know you shared your story so many times but you know for our new viewers or like you know it's like there's so many listeners out there that like kind of know fitted they kind of know you but it's like I want to share your story a little bit
2: yeah okay well shoot keola (laughs) um um Born and raised in Kahaluu, Ocala Road. Um, my father was Native Hawaiian, and my mom was on um, was from San Diego. Yeah, or actually, she went to Hermosa High in Manhattan Beach. But they met at uh, my dad used to dance hula. My dad was in the Navy. He was a welder, and him and his twin brother um, stayed in San Diego after they got out of the military. <clears throat> they worked there, and my dad was dancing hula. And one day she found this, this Hawaiian, like this uh, whole laulea going on. So sh- she went with her friends and seen my dad dancing the hula. Yeah, and
1: handsome Hawaiian guy dancing the yeah. hula.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got away boom, his moves. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
2: And then so, so, you know, she moved back to Hawaii and um Yeah. That was the start of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so grew, then-
0: grew up in Kahalu. And yep. so, I mean, for people who don't know, like describe like the vibe of Kahalu and like the scene that you grew up in.
2: Um, so I, I went to Wawhale Elementary because um, I lived right on that cusp. Actually, I lived right behind this place called Grinders. If re- <laughs> anybody from deep Kahalu knows, <laughs> Grinders and Tang Store. We lived in that in those properties right there on the what water. Was
0: grinders.
2: Grinders was a plate lunch place. Oh, grinders! Back Grinds. in the yeah. <laughs> day, yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day, they used to make these, um, the these burgers. Yeah. yeah, the OG burgers. You know what the um, mayonnaise and the mustard with Ooh. the relish.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, like face
2: and wine something like that. Um, and then so I went to a whole elementary, and then my my stepdad, my mom had had married my stepdad Kenneth. Um, long story. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> And he was building. He he grew up in Kaneohe, here, and he had he had re, um, taken his childhood home and trucked it to O'Connor Road. Oh, so he was building this two story house uh-huh. in on O'Connor Road. Oh, wow! S- so once we moved into that house, then I had to I had to change schools from Waihole, even though it was like
1: right on that edge. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were right on
2: the right on the border on, on Kauai. So if you lived in Kauai, you had to go. But if you lived on the Huimano side of Ka'alaya, which was like O'Connor Roadside, um, then you had to go Kalu Elementary. So (laughs) I went to Kalu Elementary. It was country. Um, You know, my sister danced hula. I spent plenty of time fishing. My dad was a fisherman. Um, Had pigs in the backyard, raised chicken. I mean, you know, super country. Yeah, country country stuff. But my parents were, how this was the early 80s, how they got by was they made. they made crafts like hawaiian crafts mm-hmm. like, Namia Hawaii. so we would go to craft fairs and sell these little miniature like you know puilis legs, and yeah. um bikinis, you know the helmets yeah. so it's mm-hmm. like 81 82 83 like early 80s yeah and then i guess that's where i sort of got the bug i hated it because me and my sister had to on the weekends we up early and spend we,
1: time with the craft fair. <laughs> well
2: we, we had to during the year we had to like
0: make you all the stuff yeah make. Yeah.
2: Like yeah cut cut, <laughs> cut sandalwood for hair picks and sand
0: uh, sand, sand
2: yep yeah. sand and clean kamani nuts for the makinis and you know stuff like that so we didn't like it i was i was real young so i just wanted to play yeah. and then i remember having to like every friday night drive down to wherever thomas square alamuana wherever we were going we had this we had this vw van oh, and my dad had made this rolling box four sides and each of them had these he was a he was a craftsman he was a he was a cabinet maker so had these um hangers inside and we would make these hooks that we would hook all of our little miniature so uh, what it boiled down to was it was meant for um it was meant for uh christmas time oh yeah the ornaments ornaments that's kind of how it started and then people started putting them on their like rearview mirrors and stuff like that so yeah
0: we had Entrepreneur. One of, we had one of those hanging from our rearview mirrors, little helmets. Yeah. yeah,
2: back in the day. Yeah. I mean, it was very popular in the early eighties. The
0: feathers. Yeah. With the.
2: Yep. <laughs> we used, we uh, my dad used to do his with um with uki grass and and um, oh
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah so it was a little bit more on like it looked more traditional mm-hmm. so I have these like old business cards um and it was mana Olana was our business and it was like all hand drawn like loamy sticks hair oh, picks Makinis nice. and. Yeah, i mean we did
1: that for years home yeah. so that's kind of where it started the for you, entrepreneurial
0: then, yeah. spirit i, I, I,
1: I guess but like i said we hated it, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but at the time you don't know yeah i <laughs> just wanted to play baseball
2: yeah you yeah. Know?
0: yeah and then you got into fashion was that always part of your life or like how did that come about
2: um i don't know if it was always part of my life um, early on but i think i think the influence from those early informative days of craft fairs and like making stuff mm-hmm. i remember I remember one of my classes I think I had to make uh, I think it was 7th grade and um, you know I used to help my mom so my mom used to make all of our and I don't know if it was, if it was broke or what not but my mom used to make all of our outfits oh, for nice. like Halloween for like any anything that was outside of the normal yeah. going to Sports Sportswear to buy you know like our are two pairs of shorts, three three for, for school, you know, three yeah, shirts yeah. for school. Everything so she everything out of that. Wow. Everything she made, right? Wow. So, so Did re- she
0: do it out of the patterns like the package yep. patterns. Yep.
2: Isn't nice. <laughs> there McCall's. Yeah, the McCall yeah. patterns. <laughs> I remember those it, my mom had this huge like like box and had all of her patterns. So she used to make her own muumus mo- mo- and so I mean I was around it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And 7th grade in particular, we had to make pillows like Ooh. for class. Yep. And I remember telling her like I want to make the best pillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So we sat down, made the pillow and then I was like, oh, I want to make some shorts. Okay. We sat down, made some shorts. I want to make a blanket. So I just started asking her making like, different can, and it was, I mean, I look back at it now and it's, it's a very fun, you know, moment of my life with, with, with my mom, but just being able to just like pick her brain and she, she, she loved making stuff. Yeah. You
1: know? She'd be stoked
2: about it, right? Stoked <laughs> about it. So yeah, we we would just make things together and I never knew really back then what, you know, at all but i remember her telling me around that time um her telling me like hey you know if you're interested in this stuff you can you know you can do this i was like nah no way i don't want to do this. I, this is just fun you know oh so, that's
0: so awesome that yep. she like called that out and just like gave you that <laughs> yeah. affirmation yep.
2: true just story a little
0: planted a little seed yeah.
2: true story my mom was very awesome my mom wasn't into like 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 a bound mindset. She mm-hmm. she was very like open to. Oh, you like be a plumber. <laughs> you want to <Hey>. clothes. <laughs> you want to mm-hmm. be a carpenter, a lawyer, whatever you want to do, son. You can do whatever whatever you want to. You want to play that's baseball. Awesome. Yep. You know. So she kind of like provided that safe space to think. You mm-hmm. know about stuff more not not critically, but just you know with uh, the options with open with the yeah. naivete.
3: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that's awesome. Like now knowing like because you're a parent now and like. Knowing that, that spoke life into you. That it's like I read something. It's like the way you speak to your children becomes your inner voice. Mm. So it's like her just giving you that affirmation, or just like saying, "Yeah, you can do it." Probably in a way made you believe I could do it. I probably could do yeah.
2: it. Yeah, I mean, never like again. I never thought about it, but yeah. but now I'm older and I look back at it. I'm like, oh yeah. That's but what really happens cool. if I'm, like, upset with my children, though? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
2: a different inter-voice. voice. That's <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a different voice. different so. voice. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's why we have we're therapy. Gonna, <laughs> we're, we're gonna scratch that out of that <laughs> scene, you know?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so you were doing all of those patterns and stuff, and I guess, like, music and, you know, sports mm-hmm. and everything was kind of, like, coming into your life. Like, how did you, you know, kind of, like, get into all of this? Um i think I've,
0: especially women's fashion is like oh, the yeah, thing yeah. that i oh, always yeah. am like
1: oh yeah that's where you started.
0: that's yeah. amazing I, yeah, I
2: started it with, with women's fashion yeah. um so just
1: pr- let's Tori go back a little bit. Right now. who tory richard oh is that what you guys are doing yeah
3: shooting? yeah oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well how's that full circle, circle. <laughs> Women's clothing out there
2: right now too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah. after because it's part yeah. of the journey. Yeah, but yeah. shout out to uh, Mort Feldman, <laughs> Josh Feldman, That's crazy. Agatha. Amy. I just thought
1: about it just now.
2: Wow. That's wow. So Dexter, crazy. All the family over there at, at yeah. Torrida. The universe
0: London. working. Wow. <laughs> wow.
2: Um, so, so I, will j- would just go back a little yep, bit, and yep. I, I, think, I think just that, that explosion of, um, just ideas and how they all converged at, at sort of that informative age seven eight grade maybe maybe even earlier i remember i I remember my older cousins so i used to be really into break dancing yeah um, with my older cousins so like we would go to like all the local like key project uh-huh. and there used to be like um like uh, other things that like call like we used to just go in like these little parties and stuff and like dance. perform yeah, and yeah. dance and win like win whatever cash prizes you know yeah, yeah. but i remember the first time i heard buffalo soldier by Bob Marley. Yeah, I mean I must have been like fourth grade or something, you know? And it just being like it just the the melody, his voice, yeah. the cadence. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of and I remember just repeating it and singing it for like a whole summer, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then like immediately following that was like Bruce Springsteen in America. I mean, yeah. Like what? And then <laughs> and then and then breakdancing. So it was like it wasn't just when I say music, I'm talking like just music All in kind. general mm-hmm. yeah. and sort of that seeping moment as it just, just kind of everything is coming at you. Like Michael Jackson, like everything is happening at one time in those days.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was sort of an escape. It was escapism. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was like, yeah, I'm sitting in my room and on, you know, in Kahalu, like, but I'm hearing these, this, this thing that's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think that um, realization that it's not just, me in mm-hmm. kahalu but there's things happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it? So, yeah. so I think I was more ex- excited or motivated to learn. Mm. Um, I think that has to be my key, the number one like key attribute that I have is just that 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 hunger mm-hmm. <laughs> for information, yeah. yeah, and
0: curiosity,
2: curiosity, and mm-hmm. I just I'm so curious and. I want to learn as much as possible. I mm. never want to not learn or stop learning. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to be an expert in anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, I want to be an expert to uh, from my own experiences, but and uh, so that it can inform the next judgment and moves I make. But overall, I think just learning and like being
1: constantly learning, constantly learning. Yeah, it's, th- it's so yeah. much fun. You
0: mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Did I answer that question or did no, you know? yeah, so
1: I, yeah so we we went into like that whole sparked your curiosity right and then yeah. so woman's fashion
2: yeah so I mean fast forward um yeah. college and I mean um, um so I was a poor student in high school very poor but that was mostly because I was trying to find my identity you know mm-hmm. and finding my identity where I grew up there was only a few options. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you get a lifted Yoda. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you <fat drink>. chain. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um chain. You know, you cruise down Loa's or you cruise down, you cruise down the pier, you know, you drink, you yeah. hang out yeah. mm-hmm. with chicks or whatever. That's like, that's like, you know, but, you know, I, I just kind of felt just a little bit different. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I, again, I was just, I just wanted to know more.
1: You're curious. Yeah.
2: Super curious. And uh, so I, I worked at Cutting Chevron. Um, Shout out to Les Funai, who hired me in high school mm-hmm. while I was a sophomore or junior. And I was able to, uh, like, not cut school, but it's, like, sanctioned because they give you credit. Oh, to go nice. work. Nice. Oh, it's like a work okay. program. Yeah, 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 okay. But I was a, that's the only reason. How I used to get, I think, four or five credits for working after lunch at oh, Coneyard Chevron.
1: True. Making money and building credits. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. But I worked there for 11 years. Um, and that was kind of, like that was kind of like the sport in Kaneohe like hold I work <laughs> in the middle of town yeah. everybody, everybody has everybody, to put gas yeah. there yeah. everybody has to be you know like you're at the center you're on stage we used yeah, to call it the pitching mound Everybody, everybody's
3: like we <laughs> yeah. used to have
2: our long shakas you know what I mean you just from one end of
3: that block and you just hold them all the way until, <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, until you can't you can't <laughs> see the oh, car yeah, yeah. and then like I had yeah and then I have some friends with like like ragtop roofs and stuff so they just just stick them out like okay. that and just drive
1: through you know? oh that's crazy <laughs> so ola that's
0: just awesome. on the block the whole yeah, time because he out. knows everybody yeah no we knew
2: everybody <laughs> and i mean and again i mean that could have been that could have been you know me blooming too early or or just me learning still about, yeah you know just kind of putting things in order so um there's two things that i i um i promised my mom was one, i would graduate high school no matter what, mm-hmm. and two, I would go college. I'll try it, yeah, yeah, no matter what, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. even though I was a poor student, even though you know, I, I never really applied myself. Um, I was really into baseball. I was passionate about baseball. Shout out to the Little League baseball team. Yeah, yeah they yeah. One no. of, Yes, one of my bo- one of my friends' kids is in there. Ke- uh, right on. Ke- Kebo Wong's son is in there, oh, and nice. then one of my jujitsu kids, um, Kama, his uh, Kalikoa, his older brother is is the center right fielder on. oh nice yeah yeah oh, so great. shout out yeah. to them shout out to the little league team um, so I'm proud of them Yeah, very proud of them but um, so uh, I wanted to play baseball for our high school team and it's kind of like the one regret that I think um, that taught me to never leave anything on the table was mm. was um, when we went to try out for the team I made the team and I just fucking dicked it off because I wanted to just cruise and mm. my, I yeah. never had good grades you know and I remember the coach telling me, sorry, but you cannot be on the team. Your GPA sucks. And I was like, what? Everything I was looking forward to my entire Life. Mm-hmm. up to that point, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't play. Yeah. Long story short, when I was a senior, we won states. So all my friends I grew up with playing baseball, they all got to bask in that glory. Yeah.
3: Oh,
0: uh-huh. yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Playing, yeah. playing baseball honest on the for the state championship mm-hmm. i mean i Winning was like it, yeah that's bomb that's you know? a hard lesson yeah. to well, learn i mean it yeah. just and it just kind of reminded me just stop being a like never leave anything like i see your your checklist out there right yeah. like yeah and has these these affirmations like uh-huh. don't don't wait for anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. never you know get up early do, yeah. right so yeah. um i think throughout the years i went the long way to learn how to operate within myself learn myself mm-hmm. create my own identity mm-hmm. And so I decided, I somehow skated. think another shout out is uh, <laughs> my junior economics teacher, Mrs. Goto. Anybody who went to Castle High School in the 90s um, will know Mrs. Goto was the most beautiful soul ever. Um, she would let you cut class if you want. If you're having a bad day, you guys can just sleep on my couch in the back. Wow. I'm not going to turn you in. Yeah, yeah. Everybody needs a break.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow.
2: And she would put the syllabus on the on the board, and you would know exactly what the grade structure was. Yeah. So there's no reason why you could fail. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Yeah. yeah. To me, it was incredible. That unlocked so much.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. focus
2: it's for like me, your control.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, because up until that point, point, I never even knew, I, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm stupid. Like I I, I, I don't, I don't understand how people study. Yeah. Mm. Right? Like I don't know how you, you become a valedictorian. Yeah, yeah, I don't know right. how you become an AP student. Like it just doesn't register with me. But she, every day, you know, if you want to get a B, this is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is incredible.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think I got a B plus in her class economics. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: That's not an easy class. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And
2: like we had to, she gave us like a budget. We had to all buy stocks oh, in the beginning okay. of the class. Oh, wow. I, I came in like top three. Yeah. In the stocks that I chose, because I just I don't know I this guy's build whatever I picked some yeah, yeah, building <laughs> stocks. I picked Schuler Homes back in those days before Kapolei was oh, being wow. built. Yeah, so
0: that you can actually you invest know, in it.
1: <laughs> I know,
2: but I still had no idea how yeah, it worked. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. another thing that Mrs. Goto told me, she's like, there's like, is uh, she gave me the structure right? A students are like the engineers, the mathematicians, the the, uh, the scientists. All you know, the B students are the managers and and the people that make um things things work right and the c students that are ceos the people that run the companies because they're not afraid to take chances they're not afraid to. oh
0: that just gave me no
2: i i'm not even if you look up 1994 castle high school underneath my picture i said thank you mrs goto for for in for giving me the opportunity to unlock my my brain, because mm-hmm. i up until that point, serious, I had no idea how to learn.
0: Wow, that's amazing. so powerful. Shout out to I wonder if she's still teaching. teaching.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I I don't know, I don't know where she is now, but she's forever like yeah. on on my hierarchy of, of yeah. mentors. Yeah, she's up there. Wow, that's amazing. You
0: know? I hope but, we get to reconnect with her one day and just like tell her how much that meant to you because yeah, yeah they don't, it's such a thankless job being a teacher
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah because you can change like you literally change <laughs> yeah. somebody's life by such a selfless act mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or even just putting yourself in the, you know uh, one's position who maybe doesn't want to be in that class mm-hmm. but you show them why is this is important mm-hmm. or show them just an easy way to figure it out right yep. mm-hmm. so so while I, while I finally graduated, um, I applied for Winter Community College, got in. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> um, but I was working full-time, so that's how I paid for college. I learned myself, and I knew how I operate. So my hack in college was was I needed to make sure that I don't leave school without doing my homework. Okay, so how do I do that, right? So if I take, you know, morning classes and I get out at, like, 1, I can't get in my car to leave until my homework is done. Mm.
0: That's some good self-discipline. Uh, yeah. that right. You, yeah. I just had
2: to figure out a way to, to discipline myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I sat in the library.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I made friends with all the librarians. <laughs> <laughs> they became my second tier of mentors, uh-huh. right? Because I knew them. I saw them every day. Anytime I had a question, yep. you know, they had dial-up.
3: You know, like dial-up.
2: Wait for Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, and, I'm, and I was able, but I got like, I got really good, Grades in college. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right on. Well, you figured out yeah. the formula. Yeah, your on your my <laughs> yeah. I was like what? Yeah.
2: yeah, I made it. I did it. Um, and then I remember uh, one of one of the librarians. I can't remember her name, but she was like, "What do you want to do?" You know, I was just studying my uh, my liberals, and I was like, oh, "I'm really into like design. I want to, you know, I love making clothes." I mean, and at that time, I was super super heavy, you know, deep in hip hop. Like, yep. I loved hip hop everything like m- my whole life revolved around just music hip hop mm-hmm. you know this is ni- 90 92 93 94 95 96 97 was when i was I- at at when oh, i'm dating myself <laughs> <laughs> um, and just like yeah i was one <laughs> <laughs> i think it's all relative yeah yeah <laughs> you can apply it <laughs> to <today. laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and um and then and then she said well d- did you know that there is a design program at um honolulu community college i was like uh no yeah you know in my mind i was thinking there's no way i'll be able to go to a design school right she's like well well, what is your you know where do you stand right now so i pull up my you know my credentials and she's like you could transfer now i was like what (laughs) mind blown (laughs) (laughs) wait i could i can leave here and take design classes she's like yeah Come. So she sits me down at the computer to dial up. Yeah. <laughs> I pull up the website, check all the credentials. I, I, I apply and I get, I get, um, yeah, I get, I, I, I'm, I'm now in design school. C- incredible. Crazy, yeah. Right? yeah. But if I didn't have that sort of drive or just the self-discipline, you know, while all my friends were leaving right after class to yeah. go surf yeah. and, you know, to go eat or go hang out with girls i was like i gotta just finish my i gotta finish my homework yeah yeah because if i if i go home i'm not gonna do it yeah no way i'm gonna pull out my book when i get home unless you knew that
3: Mm -hmm. right i'm here
2: i already have my my books and my paper and all my everything i need the study materials are in this library Mm -hmm. i'd be a fool (laughs) to think i'm gonna do it at home yeah so yeah that kind of set me up for um design so so hcc It was a uh, technical program and um, it was only women's clothes. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So yeah. hence Women. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But, but I was like, you know what? If I can design women's clothes, I can design men's clothes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I dove. I think I was the, I think there was two, two of us, two, two Connors in the class. The um, the other one, shout out to Jay Sario. He was Mm -hmm. my classmate. He, um, think he came in third or second the first project one way oh
0: nice. oh wow oh yeah 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he was
2: ECC, yeah. he was in my class um he ended up he ended up working for gap later i think he became the head visual merchandiser and whatnot but wow yeah shout out to him yeah that and then so cool. my teacher at the time um join she was she was actually the director joy nagawi shout out to her thank you for everything that you did you're
0: so good yeah, at names yeah. like how are you remembering all these I, names in your whole childhood
2: um oh <laughs> well, yeah An that's adult. that's amazing i used to, <laughs> smoke, <laughs> I used to smoke plenty weed <laughs> back <in> the weed <laughs> <laughs> i don't anymore but <laughs> but i do i used to have bad memory
1: problems <laughs> which is all coming back <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you're shouting out everyone like I know, from like, like wow. seventh grade you know <laughs> yeah yeah
2: um so I remember her sort of always questioning, like, "Hey, uh, who's your influences?" Or you know, when we have to write papers, and my influences would be like, like Ghostface Killer, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, or like, yeah. or like Mark Echo pre Echo yeah. pre Echo pre Echo days when he was sort of a, an architectural student and he was just doing t-shirts. He was the man. I mean, he's still the man. He created Complex. You yeah, know, yeah, shout yeah, out to yeah. him. But, um, but, I, but that sort of that moment of. Those people, Catherine Molendrino, um j- the way that they were designing was not was not typical, mm-hmm. and and I really love this influence with that I was this download I was getting from, and it wasn't even streetwear, it wasn't urban, it wasn't it, it didn't have a name back then, um, it was just you know I, I was I was I was part of this like like mid nineties like we were polo heads like mm-hmm. you know when yeah, yeah. Polo Nautica Tommy Hill you mm-hmm. know when we would but we'd get Amber it what Ma- yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, is pre-amber so oh. we'd get it from we'd get it from macy's and it would still be this preppy you know um yeah, yeah. you know racquetball wearing whatever but then we would flip it with like baggy with you know with baggy denim or mm-hmm. and like air force ones or and yeah. so it was just nobody was dressing like that you yeah, know yeah um and it's kind of like things that we saw that was happening you need to so like Information generation now. You used to have to buy magazines that uh-huh. you would get three months uh, or information three months later. Images to be influenced, uh-huh. right? oh yeah, or like, was
1: that like on your phone right no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> we were still
2: we were still putting quarters in our ears so that we could call our parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know right, when we were right. catching a bus, like
0: right, right. there was no right. So, still <laughs> n-
2: yeah. I mean, that da- I mean, dial up was not even. Again, it was available when I was in college, right. but but it wasn't normal. Yeah. And yeah. the
0: information that you got on the internet too wasn't as yeah.
2: No, yeah. not at, no. There was nothing there. Like I had got more information on the back of CD covers. Yeah, yeah. Than, than I did in. Could you, you can know.
1: see what like the. What it's like right now? I right, well,
2: I could see like who who this pro- like who was the producer of this album, um, who was the songwriter, um, what type of who played percussion, like all mm-hmm. of these things sort of like piqued my interest. You know, like whoa, D D Studios. Where's D D Studios? What else does DD Studios record? It's like, like
0: back in the day when you were like reading the baseball cards. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can <laughs> yeah. tell
2: you, Pete Incaviglia in 1985 had 32 home runs.
3: Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs>
1: still yeah, yeah yeah
2: crazy right <laughs> uh, yeah or like uh, jose cansego played for like clearwater florida team or like just yeah, little, d- like yeah, random
3: yeah things
2: <laughs> that's just how my my brain works so how it influenced me in design school was you know i was presenting these collections that sort of had this voice that was wasn't that one nobody in my class including my instructors knew where i was coming from yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know yeah. what i mean yeah um and it's yeah. just my own sort of place and i felt comfortable at least mm-hmm. presenting my work that way because it wasn't you know and i wasn't buying vogue yeah and like yeah and like, own infl- yeah, yeah, yeah. i was looking at cd at yeah. the back of cd <laughs> yeah. covers and, yeah. and magazines and stuff like that so um so fast forward to how i got the job at tori um it was our last semester i had already completed the course i had to like clear one art class and shout out to Carol D'Angelo. She was my art teacher. Um,
1: <laughs> names. Yeah, yeah. 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 Carol D'Angelo. Yeah. She
2: was my art teacher um, in fashion school. So she she's a tenure at University of Hawaii, but she taught this sketching class. Oh, nice. She was the first teacher that taught me how to take a sketch, scan it, and put it onto the computer.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> technology.
2: Technology. <laughs> this is back then, yeah. Where
1: so
0: Wait, what would you do with it? But oh, then you'd like put it into your not even an iPad to to no. No. <laughs> no no no. No,
1: no.
2: No, yeah, no. Here here's a funny story. So, <laughs> so my mom worked at Honolulu Cellular, which became AT&T. So oh. she was a cell, cell phone, she oh, so
1: you had access.
2: <laughs> so she so it, uh Honeywell used to send employees home with devices so that they could learn how to use it, uh-huh. right? So I remember having this one loner an unlimited calls it was un- like there was nobody had a cell phone right? yeah. yeah yeah so i remember sitting in class in carol's class and it was the last semester i had to take before i got my my degree and she just mentioned to um this girl that was sitting in front of me sorry um that uh hey uh, tori richard is um is looking for an intern um, if you're interested, please apply here. So oh, I'm she over-
0: didn't tell <laughs> you. <laughs>
2: you
1: overheard. You overheard. So I overheard.
2: And I said, hey, Carol. Sorry, I overheard you say it. there was an internship. Is it okay if I get the number? She looked at me. She's like, sure. So she gives me the number. Boom, We call right away. I walked out of class that very moment, and I called that <laughs> oh, number. because you had a cell phone. Because I had a like cell phone. nobody else. <laughs> True story. <laughs> they had Crazy. to wait to get to the phone. Yep. And I got an interview with Agatha Karpowitz. shout out to her because she gave me my shot. Her and Amy Renshaw, and um, I and the neck. Like three days later, I was sitting. I was sitting in the conference room at Tory Richard. I had zero. I didn't even have a portfolio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally. Je- I own sketching and one scan.
1: Yeah, that one time she showed you
2: that same semester yeah oh yeah so i so within that weekend i built a portfolio
3: oh that's awesome it was
2: shit it was horrible but i knew that what they needed was an intern that could build cads like basically you know sketch Mm -hmm. put the prints into cad for salesman salesman line sheets at the time i had no idea what salesman line sheets were i had no idea what you know putting a pattern into a zero yeah yeah. you know what i'm gonna learn i'm gonna Mm -hmm. learn i'm gonna Mm -hmm. fake it till i make it Mm -hmm. yeah right you were curious again i was curious and i sat in there and i remember this day so vividly this is one of the most important moments of my life of my career uh josh feldman he came in and we were talking and i said you know to be honest uh, if you guys don't need me for that position I'll sweep the hallways. I'll fold T-shirts. I'll do whatever it takes because, because I I, I want to one day be in the position you guys are in. Mm-hmm. And they looked at me and said, "When can you start?"
0: Wow. Like that.
2: Yeah. True yeah. story. Uh huh. True story. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: And yeah. those
2: are the fondest the fond i mean i've learned i learned so much on the job over there mm. it, i mean it's i couldn't even re- i could never replace that mm. time that i had at tori mm-hmm. so when i speak of tori or when i think of tori it's like one of the most um, important impressionable moments of my career
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: big big thanks to them
0: that's so awesome because i love that your story is different than the typical way that a person would become a fashion designer like you would think oh if i'm gonna be a fashion designer i gotta like go to a fancy fashion school design school or get that internship at that huge brand or whatever and like have a portfolio already created but like your your path was like super you just created your own path
2: I just I I followed my Na'al mm-hmm. and I and I just kinda went with it and, and I you know I throughout my life I sort of I have this this thing right as I, I, I tell I tell people really close to me, especially my children, like never put yourself in a position where you have to make a bad decision. Mm-hmm. And that's kept me away from sort of the grave dangers that mm-hmm. lie around the corner. Mm-hmm. And there is grave dangers that lie around the corner, especially, mm-hmm. you know, growing up the way I did and the people that were around me and mm-hmm. you know so so I just made sure that I I, I was close to the flame mm-hmm. but never too close to the flame mm-hmm. that I couldn't pivot right yeah. Yeah. so I think that following my now and following that sort of you know the promise to my mom about graduating high school and going to college mixed with making sure I don't make put myself in bad, like I could always feel if I'm in a room and get you know what I mean it's, it's yeah, something's yeah. off I'll leave because Mm -hmm. it just, uh, you know, I don't want to be put in a position where I have to make a bad decision. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. That's such good advice. That's huge. So I was like doing some like research and I realized that fitted is almost 20 years old.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. That's so crazy. 2005 is when we opened. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: 2004 is when I, um, when I, I remember sat in Josh's office and told him I was going to start a hat brand. Yeah. Yeah. He said, Oh, okay (laughs) Uh, whatever you want to do i'll support you if we're here if you need me you know essentially what i took from that was was hey if if it doesn't work you're you're always welcome back Mm -hmm. here. so that actually gave me a lot of confidence yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it was like a just in case (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah.
0: backup plan and
2: and just a little bit of fold into that was i had i had went i broke up with my girlfriend at the time I was sleeping on my sister's couch, and I took all my samples, my esoteric samples, and I I went across the country. <clears throat> I went to Magic, I went to San Diego, L.A., San Francisco, New York, and I went to every single show that I could, just so I could show people what I was mm-hmm. making. And I remember I got home, and I got an offer, um, a curious, more of a curious offer. I was like, hey, w- would you would you be interested in moving to L.A. and and working for you know this startup uh, menswear brand? I was like, oh, I, I don't know, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Let me think about it. Again, I was sleeping on my sister's couch. I was working full time at Tory Richard, um, and I was I was valeting at the time. Mind you, kid, mind you, when I was in those years, I had three jobs, and I was going to school full time.
3: Wow! So I always
2: kept, you know, I was valeting at at the hotel. I was working at Chevron. And I was working at Tory Richard. Mm-hmm. Wow! I I remember sitting sitting on the couch with my sister and telling her like I don't know I don't know what I want to do, you know I I had lost my we had lost my our our mother uh, like in two thousand and two, so it's a really really like weird time for mm-hmm. for me in particular, um, and then feeling like I had you know f- like got to a place where I was like oh I'm on my way and then and then being crushed you know mm-hmm. and then sleeping on my sister's couch mm-hmm. all my clothes in bags you mm-hmm. know basically like i failed right um so i was like i think i'm gonna go like mm-hmm. there, I, there's nothing here you know mm-hmm. but i really loved working at Tory. i mean i had i had a 401k mm-hmm. you know I, had, yeah. I was getting paid salary like it was a great great opportunity for me and then um the guys at information they, do, they were doing an art show it was December 29th, 2004
0: <clears throat> so crazy that you even know that date yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah sorry it was December 29th 2003 mm-hmm. 2003 yeah. and the this art show that they were doing one of the guys that was supposed to be there couldn't make it mm-hmm. so they had asked me hey would you would you be interested in like filling in the show you know you take a bunch of this guy's stuff and then you make garments out of it I was like yeah for sure. So I did that. I took, um, oh, shout out to Dennis. He's actually Crooks and Castles. Yeah. He's in town right now. Oh, nice. Um, so I took a bunch of his stuff. This is before they were, who before, yeah. yeah, this was back in the day. And I made a bunch of women's garments out of it and I paired oh, it with sick. my skirts. Oh, sick! And then I had I had collaborated with Woes, Aaron, mm-hmm. robot, yep. well, Woes, yep. and he hand-painted on, on, on oh, my skirts. Nice. And then we displayed them. And I remember getting a phone call from my partner, Renee. Um, he had flown back. He was on. He was on that 10 p.m. flight back from New York on that day. As soon as he landed, he called me. Hey, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm at information. I'm doing an art show." He's like, "I will to be there in 10 minutes."
1: I'm like, yeah. oh, what?
2: So he calls me. He says, "Hey, come outside." So I go outside. We take a walk, and he just pretty much tells me, "Hey, what are you doing?" I was like, an art, <laughs> show. Doing art show." <laughs> he's like, "No, what are you doing?" I was like, um, "He's like, me and you are gonna do a, a hat store." Like that, like yeah, just just me and you are right gonna do a hat store. I was like, hat store, what? Well, what do you mean? And he tells me, but I have these ideas every five years, and I was on the plane and it just came to me. You're the only person that I'm gonna do it do it with, because he knew he's been my friend and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know we've been rolling for for years, and he knew that I was focused on design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all those years I was going to school full time, mm-hmm. my whole crew they were out partying and yep. I, would, I would dip in dip out but I was always focused on school
3: mm-hmm.
2: and he'd be like you're the only guy that is focused enough to pull this off and and I was like can you give me the weekend he was like yeah of course I, I sat with my sister I told her and she looked at me she says you know what you gotta do Yeah. I was like I know and fitted his that's was crazy. yeah, if it was my answer, because wow. I because I could have left. I remember I started yeah, to LA or so close you know. to
0: leaving too. Like the yeah. what do you call that? Um, you guys were just talking about like the movie. Yeah, That yeah. would have yeah. been. Imagine if you had gone that path, like gone to LA. And it
2: and it and it may have been like the moral of that story yeah. is like it, it all it, works it, it all works out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it, yeah, because yep. you have these set of parameters that sort of keep you balanced in your journey.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So um, oh sorry, no, so. I think I would have eventually found my way but not not in because you know I found my way but more importantly I found my identity mm-hmm. I found how to how to create my identity how to, how I learned who, who I was mm-hmm. you know my voice the, the things that I want to be doing for the rest of my life mm-hmm. design I, I'm I'm so like passionate about design mm-hmm. all types of design
0: mm-hmm.
2: that I couldn't be doing anything else you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, yeah. And, and like, I think the special thing about fitted is like, there's a story to every collection or anything that you put out. And like, you're just saying like how you, you kind of discovered your identity in yourself too. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about, you know, like fitted and the philosophy.
2: Yeah. So fitted, fitted is, is kind of an interesting term because, you know, the, the word fitted is, is particularly or like the surface level is, you know, fitted hats. I'm mm-hmm. wearing them 5950 today. And it was sort of sparked by that idea that, you know, but if you dig deeper, fitted is also like simply means only meant for a certain few because it it's it's custom
3: right, to right, you. Right. Mm-hmm. So
2: I think the idea of not being this like widely available um, um, thing and like we were never it's never even crossed our mind that we could get rich or anything off mm-hmm. of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was just an idea we, that he came out here. It was an idea. Followed our passion mm-hmm.
0: and do it well
2: and. I was able to pair that identity and that voice, that kid from Kahulu that grew up hunting, fishing,
0: Mm -hmm. you know, cruising,
2: cruising in the back of trucks, playing baseball, sports,
0: making Namea Hawaii, making
2: Namea Hawaii, right? Mm -hmm. And like, and like just the, the iconography of the islands, right? Uh, Hawaiian excellence. Um, It was, it was a way to merge, merge, merge the two. And like, in its essence, that's what fit it is, right? It's, it's, it's like this thing, this one graphic we did. It's called the secret. Um, either you've been and you want to come back, never been and want to come, or born and raised and never want to leave. Mm-hmm. Like there's that inherent thing that, oh yeah,
1: right there. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, that just oh, gave me chicken. Skin. Uh, oh, <laughs> universe is working. Yeah.
0: Universe is working today. Over time.
2: <laughs> Hey, that t- is Thank crazy. you, for, thank you for, for, for doing
1: that. For uh, the <laughs> listeners, it's on the wall in oh, our studio.
2: <laughs> but that that's an inherent value set, identity thing, right? Like you like I remember one time I'm walking in New York and I remember I'm walking and this guy, I'm wearing a Kabama fitted. Yeah. And this brother just comes out of nowhere. Right from Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but, and you know, being yeah. in New York, when you're standing on Sixth Ave or any of the abs, looking looking down towards towards downtown, yeah. all you see is his heads bobbing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And this guy just come out of nowhere, and then poof, he was gone. I said, "Yeah, but I forgot." Oh,
3: whatever <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. What? yeah
1: that's, that's New York. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, I think that sums up fitted. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's it's um m- my my goal with fitted was always to help the youth uh build identity Mm -hmm. um intersect and be more responsible um be be more responsible about who you are and and your input in into this place we call Mm -hmm. home because it is all of our home Mm -hmm. and we have to whether you're kanaka or local or a visitor you all everyone has to be responsible when Mm -hmm. they come here you have to you know, walk lightly. You know, pick up your rubbish wherever mm-hmm. you go. You know, just just these inherent things, and I think that that it that may be evident in other places, but here mm-hmm. it's just a little different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that identity is is is
1: what fuels fit. My idea of what fit it is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you built like a whole community, like without like. Oh my gosh, I like, didn't. Yeah, I mean, you know, like well, like yeah. they fitted like in like the fit community the, around. The community is amazing. I remember standing in those lines.
0: it's crazy to see like sometimes people will post on their Instagram like all their hats like their hundreds of hats I'm like whoa yeah I know a guy community
1: every single one
2: has every single more we ever released wow whoa every how many is that thousand yeah that's so many I don't know like plenty yeah 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 (laughs) you
0: would
2: have probably have them all no I I probably have the least of You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I'll just grab, like, this, I just walked out of the work, the office today, just just came in, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm going take that yeah, out of yeah. the yeah. And that's kind of how, I mean, I don't have yeah. everything, I just kind of, I like what I like, and I mm-hmm. wear it, mm-hmm. so.
0: What were some of your, like, over the course of the last, what's that now, 16, 17 S- eight, years? Going
2: on 18
3: years.
0: Yeah. What has been, like, one moment that you just think back on that was like, damn, like, I did that, or, like, we, we made yeah. it.
2: Mm. well I fun fact I, I still don't feel like we made it mm. but I'll tell you something that happened um, just the other night on Tuesday sh- I seen your brother shout out <laughs> so Jared oh Jared's, wedding. Jared's yep. wedding he's been with us for 16 16 of the 17 of those 18 years um, we took a picture of of every I saw that of every all of the employees that were there that was a good moment
0: mm. yeah, yeah
2: that was a good moment seeing you know sebastian my first mm-hmm. employee wow you know to the newest employee you know my even an intern like old interns everybody who sort of impacted th- th- those are that's fitted right like mm-hmm. in particular I, I understand you know renee and i we own fitted and we we started it but that but that's not what fitted is fitted is, it's its, just, so it's, it's, its own thing yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 more than just you know my thoughts and ideas on what fitted is it, it the community makes fitted uh, the the all of our family members that you know support us and, and all the kids that that have grown up to become parents mm-hmm. graduate college who has worked worked for us though that's fitted so mm-hmm.
0: yeah
2: i would say probably that's the closest that i've been to being like
0: wow like, yeah
1: yeah that's, that's super huge. proud so rad and you know
0: what that says a lot about who you are as a leader too that because you fit is a huge brand and you've done so much and collaborated with everybody i mean um but for you to say like that's the big moment yeah like that's pretty awesome
2: oh so so i looked at the picture about 30 times already. <laughs> i mean i know the guys will probably listen to this but for sure that i mean you know, there's a few people that w- weren't there that I missed, but for the most part, you know, I, just, to, just to think that when we when we had that conversation in 2003, you know, and, or 2002, going into 2003, and to think that, you know, 20 years later, mm-hmm. we're standing, we're, I'm st- sitting here talking to you guys, right, mm-hmm. about this stuff, and all of these people have impacted my life,
0: you mm-hmm.
2: know, oh man, that's. So and awesome. how you've
0: impacted their yeah. lives like they get to like live a great life because of something that you created it's i really wish cool. i could
2: yeah yeah i mean i wish i could bottle that and keep hold yeah. on to it forever you yeah. know yeah. Uh-huh. i'm a sentimental guy yeah. i yeah. love that yeah. stuff yeah. yeah i love that stuff yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. and i yeah. think that's what like drives you too you know so it's like kinda you know I,
2: like I, I i tell i think i just did a mentorship a few weeks ago and um and then one of the questions from from um, from the student was, you know, what, what's what's the most important thing to you? And I was like, that my guys that work for me are successful.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know that mm-hmm. they're able to have a life. That's very important to me. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I have a family and I need to take care of my family. And mm-hmm. you know, we all have families, but man, I I want to be able to be at least a part of them realizing their dream. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like. Going back to Wu-Tang and yeah, hip-hop, yeah, yeah, right? My seed marries his seed. That's mm-hmm. how we keep Wu-Tang money Winning. all up yep. in the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: You know? Very hip-hop.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Back to Wu-Tang. Back to Wu-Tang. Always. <laughs> Always. Nas, Wu-Tang, Biggie, yeah. you know? Golden yeah, age. I feel that. And, you know, like, yeah. I think as, like, business owners and stuff, too, you know, you, you, you feel that special connection to your team. Because, like, you're not just responsible for yourself now. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for, like, this, like...
0: It's wild. And when yeah. your team starts to have kids...
1: Yep. You guys are business owners, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like for like empl- the, the team and the employees are like, you're responsible for a whole other set of people now. I, yeah. I
2: think people who may not realize this, but being a business owner, the hardest part about being a business owner is owning a business. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's not, oh, yeah, you're going to come in and just design all this.
1: No, the other part of business, the yeah. other p- the, 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 the eighty
2: five percent
1: of,
3: of, <laughs> of yeah. business, yeah, we were
1: yeah.
2: just is talking about it. Yeah. Meetings with accountants, yeah. with emails, Beagles, yeah. email, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things take take up the chunk of your time. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's like a
1: whole nother podcast.
0: <laughs>
2: totally, yeah, <laughs> we won't get oh, into yeah. that. Oh my
0: gosh, yeah, but, yeah.
2: And I'm a serial. I don't know if I'm a serial entrepreneur, but. I want to create a brand for everything, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like I believe it. so yeah. like you know, I have like six or seven brands,
3: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: cover all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs>
0: well, like what some of the things? what's some of the things now that like have your interest or like that you're passionate about, like in this season?
2: This season, for yeah, okay, that's a great, that's a great ask. Um, particularly right now, it's building, like design and building things. Mm-hmm. So we just moved our headquarters and we have a new space um, and we sort of t- took the task of designing and building everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, in on brand, right. With, yeah, yeah. with constantly learning um, I just, you know, I want to learn how to, you know, use a miter saw and table mm-hmm. saw and, you know, just different techniques on building things, tables mm-hmm. and, you know, constructing walls and, and just how things work. Cause I, cause I think it'll benefit Mm-hmm. The, our design practice mm-hmm. you know and yeah. then you know not just to be able to theorize or, or um, be able to develop a brief and a study but then we'll be able to take that brief execute and study it. and execute it mm-hmm. so, so I, I think in general that experience that we're getting I'm very um, excited about I find myself in Lowe's and Home Depot more than yeah. more than any other yeah. place. And it's yeah.
1: exciting, yeah.
2: So, oh man, I I told my wife, I'm like, "You guys want to go to Lowe's? She's like, no,
1: the kids, the
2: kids don't want to go." With me. We're going every yeah. single yeah, aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Nope. I don't know if I will need it, but I'm going to look at. Yeah, no,
2: and you know, I'm looking at hinges. I'm looking at different things, and like, I have this d- design philosophy, and it's kind of always been my design design philosophy is like, I want to build something that I can that I can only get from this store so like oh do you know what i mean if oh, i need to build a wall with a door mm-hmm. okay i'm not gonna buy a door yeah i'm not gonna buy a wall mm-hmm. i need to figure out how to build that with components that are in this place mm. that aren't just off the shelf right yeah, so yeah. I'm using like when you come and visit yeah, yeah, me you'll, you'll see yeah. you know I, I, I did these lights you know I built these lights out of framing it's, it's, you know just yeah. kind of geeking those, out on design yeah. stuff you yeah, know yeah
0: that's so cool I think more than ever now people are like looking for like an experience when they go into a space even their own homes you know it's yep. like so much attention on like designing a space that like makes you feel or create in a certain way Production.
2: So. Pr- I want to be productive. Yeah. I want everybody in the building to be productive. Yeah. And it's hard when you're stuck in a box and yeah, it's yeah. just like yep. the lights are yellow and you know it's not inviting uh-huh. it smells off. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like you want stuff in there that kind of prov- provokes thought, and inspires. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, so that's what crazy what that
0: a space can do that for you because it yeah. totally it can does, yeah. even yep. like even down to little things like the oil that's diffusing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like so cool. Yeah. I mean, when you so guys, awesome. when you guys
2: travel, what what like what's the what's the most inspiring stuff for you guys when you guys travel? I love the food, 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 mm-hmm. food. Yes. Food is a good one. What about you?
0: I think like the people and then the spaces that they were in that like kind of creates this like oh we're just the same or like you know like this kind of family feel. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: yeah, totally. totally. I mean, I like I like to be inspired by spaces. Yeah. I'll walk into like. Mark, like random markets yep. you know all and the colors and yeah, everything going you know, on like you know. one of the fa- one of my favorite places to travel was Beijing where mm-hmm. there was this mm-hmm. there was this place called um, 697 895 it was three numbers uh-huh. it was basically like like a 10 square block in the center of Beijing and it was old industrial factories that Ooh. they shut down and moved all the in- industry out and the artists came in
3: Mm, oh, to cool. those so Ai yeah. and all of
2: that whole mm-hmm. movement so yeah. it's like 20 years of just like squatters artist squatters oh. and I mean like you're walking in all these little nooks and crannies and art is yeah. coming out of the ground mm-hmm. and there's no OSHA right yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's no regulation <laughs> right, right, and so right, right, like right. you just see <laughs> thought displayed
1: yeah. on and objects each yeah. artist too yeah Everyone's different.
2: It was the most mind blowing, inspirational place I've ever been to. And you would never think that Beijing, China would have Mm -hmm. something like that. So That's so
0: cool. And And you're at your own risk. (laughs) I I
2: randomly stumbled upon like Mm -hmm. it was part of we had handlers, right? That we went there for this project, but you know. It was like a thing. Hey, we're gonna go grab lunch at this uh-huh. place, mm-hmm. and then when we get there, we're like, oh, "What is but, yeah, What yeah. is this?" Yeah. And then now, you know, I, that was years ago, but now I think it's been co-opted, and you see, like, there's like Audi dealerships oh, and like yeah. stuff down there. But you can still visit it, and uh-huh. if you guys ever have a chance, check. Just even Google it; it's crazy. Like, I love discovering. Yep. Those things going to mm-hmm. Japan and just walking, yes, yeah. yep. Japan's you know, design. denim shops, and uh-huh. you yeah. know, just yeah. very focused. Like, you know, I always tell everybody, like, the guy with that small little moped shop is probably the baddest <laughs> moped yes. guy yeah. in the world, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. So, yeah. those things like really inspire me,
1: mm-hmm. nice. I guess next steps, you guys just move headquarters, mm-hmm. yes,
2: so we move headquarters, um, and uh, we're, we're really focusing on um on building mm-hmm. building building the space so that it it provides production for many components of the business so mm-hmm. you know we have fitted we have fitted online we have fads which is fitted art and design studios where it's our client work
0: mm-hmm. um
2: uh wreck shop is the gavin shout out to mm-hmm. gavin and and cherish uh giwa presses in there mm-hmm. um and then we're gonna do a little cool little interesting retail Nice. Um, nice. that's gonna be it'll be fitted um but it's going to be a little bit m- more on the curated stuff, you know, mm-hmm. hard to find stuff, mm-hmm. samples, stuff nice. like yeah. that, where we, could, we can tell stories. And, yeah. you know, I tell people, I think the mark of a, of a, of a productive bi- brand is that you can have a conversation about the brand or the piece or the thing that mm-hmm. they do without that thing being present. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's these stories of... I stood in I remember standing in line yeah. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. or I remember I met up with this guy and he opened his trunk and he mm-hmm. had four moors yeah. and mm-hmm. you know and, and he was selling one for two fifty and you know like <laughs> mm-hmm. those, yeah, those are the yeah. stories. So I, I kinda wanna create a space that um allows for that conversation. You know, mm-hmm. like a dedicated space mm-hmm. for that. That's cool. That yeah. Is sick, yeah, yeah.
0: I can't wait for that. Yep. Can you can you talk about any like collabs or projects that you have coming up that you're stoked on that the, um, you're extra y- excited y- about?
2: Yeah. Well, I think I think the biggest one right now is the University of Hawaii. Um, on Saturday, they'll be they'll be debuting the Manava and the Hulumoa, which is a project where we got to mm, reimagine. Maybe not reimagine. I should say, reconnect mm-hmm. the idea of what a warrior is.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so on brand again, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, studying and and sort of understanding um, who was inspiring our warriors to fight, and who and and who was inspiring our ali'i to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and we sort of landed on on the moa, on the chicken, and this like focused, fiercely focused. Um, uh, presence of battle
3: mm-hmm.
2: nothing is going to stop them but yep. what's in front of them
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and we just and you know we wanted to talk about the those markers yeah, the Ka'au Helumua, the story of the supernatural chicken from from Ka'au Valley or from Pololo sorry um, and then uh, John Henry Wise who is sort of the modern day uh, Mahimoa to become to become a highly skilled warrior in Analee's uh, army, mm-hmm. like the, what do you call like his own his Navy SEALs? Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. Kamehameha yeah, had yeah. um had this had this had this uh this crew called Kipu mm-hmm. Kipu'upu'u is that slow misty rain mm-hmm. from from Waimea, from where you're from, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he had this particular this this group of warriors that was his guys. So that's when you get to a certain point, you get you get the moniker of Mahimoa. Mm. Mahimoa is a highly skilled lawyer. You don't just get there. It's sort of this, this maturation, right? So John Henry Wise is one of those Kanaka. He's he was um he was he was born in Kohala, North Kohala, um and he went to a boarding school in Hilo, and he was in the first class, first class at Kamehameha Schools for first nine boarders, boarders, wow, uh, eighteen eighty seven, um and then he was picked to go and study at Oberlin College in Ohio where he then played football for one John Heisman. Mm-hmm. You know, the Heisman. Yeah. yeah. Wow. First Hawaiian, native Hawaiian to play college football. Wow. They beat Ohio State and beat Michigan that same that year. That same year. Came home because the overthrow and fought for our queen. Wow. Dang, then, I
0: have chicken skin like yeah. all over my body <laughs> yes. right now.
2: And that then... so crazy. that was. But that was the beginning of his career.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He then became... He then became uh, uh, Jonah Kugio's right-hand man, helped him develop the Hawaiian Homes Act, um, built legislation for that. He became the first he became the first native Hawaiian professor at University of Hawaii, hmm. second professor of native uh, of Olelo Hawaii there, be, behind, the, I forget the gentleman's name that was before him. He was a professor at Kamehameha Schools. He was a farmer. All of these things, those wow. exemplify what Mahimoa is, right? Yeah. Yeah. To go to make this thing come back and, Mm -hmm. and, and to be, to be useful, um, to Pili, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Lahui. So going back to, um, our interpretation of that, right, of that, he's that chicken, he's that, he's that Mm game bread, Mm -hmm. right, we talked about focused, you know, Mm -hmm. um, selfless, um, but, but being able to, to fight and stand for, um, for Lahui. So he's the modern day helu Moa, and all of the chiefs that revered their chicken, their fighting chicken. And then, as that warrior, you were revering the actual Moa fighting his style because mm-hmm. he was so focused. Mm-hmm. When you read texts about about Kamehameha and him being, some people, only like six, six, seven, seven feet, you know, whatever. Because mm-hmm. you look at his Ahu'ula, and his Ahu'ula is like six, two, right? But it's all yellow. Mm-hmm. He wanted everybody to know who he was
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that sort of that idea of that chicken
3: mm-hmm. you know
2: with his hat yeah, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe you know we're talking about this really deep dive on just this design study you know but but the information is there and you know um uh, you know we, i i talked about reimagining sorry we're not reimagining we're just we're just going back and reading
3: mm-hmm. you know
2: kamakao and you know, and stuff, sitting with, Kumu, with our Kumu and just kind of talking about these things. Like, who were the warriors? Mm-hmm. What did they look like? Mm-hmm. Why did they fight? What are some of the socio-political, you know, things that they were battling for? Um, um, food security, land security, way of life, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And just the bitter reality that, you know, war is, is, is brutal. Mm-hmm. And if you're not prepared, if you don't study, if you don't train... If you if you're not fully focused, mm-hmm. you could lose your life.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, that's sort of yeah. the grave, you know, perspective. But the design of the helmet is sort of in that in that light of Moa mahimoa and the relationship between Ali'i and their warriors.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so exciting, and like I think that's like the one thing. Like you know, since I've known you and like all the projects that we've. That you've worked on, and like I get to, like, you know, film you doing, it, and like it's the story behind mm-hmm. it. And it's like, not you just didn't do this just because of this, it was like that's this deep story, but not only that. Yeah, but, you like, could the have easily just of,
0: been like, oh yeah, just do yeah. this helmet real quick, and this, but like, like the
1: Hawaiian culture, mm-hmm. and like you connect everything to a certain story or a mo'olelo, and like, it's so good. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful it's deep dive that you did again, or, just
2: yeah. just. Constantly learning Again Mm -hmm. Being curious I'm just I'm I'm genuinely I'm such a fan Of Kamakao And Mm Haaliliyo And all of these 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 uh, Visual Like these 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 kanaka Transferred Their Their What they're seeing Mm -hmm. And the way that they process the information Into Mm -hmm. words Mm -hmm. When Not many Kanaka could do that Right Mm -hmm. So they are our window to the past. Mm-hmm. If uh, being a modern, you know, I'm it's 2022, and how do we sort of perpetuate
3: mm-hmm. that in,
2: in, in a way? You know, we have we have beautiful, you know, mele and beautiful hula that are still perpetuating those stories mm-hmm. and chants. Right? What is how can we how can we further, uh, you know, open people's maka about? Mm-hmm information mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and be so passionate i mean yeah, like again yeah. like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. i'm like i'm probably like on the extreme end of just like okay, wow okay yeah, wait I what lo- is that book yeah, yeah. can, yeah. No, I, can I read that book
0: that. we were just interviewing malia kaihui oh, and then she, she's she, amazing she was telling us about the design behind the new international marketplace mm. and you know deep diving on queen emma and like how to bring queen emma into that space so that not just Kanaka or locals but visitors can learn about her while they're shopping and you know doing all like the, their mm-hmm. thing that they want to do but like how can we like to tell her story through spaces and in twenty twenty two exactly yes. And design so awesome we, yeah.
2: ha- we have we have virtual libraries of just information
0: mm-hmm.
2: anybody who is listening or who knows me I always I'm an advocate of Hawaiian intellectual property Hawaiian intellectual property, to me, is more important to Kanaka than land. I know. Not saying that land isn't as important because we need it. But as far as for us to, 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 to prosper,
3: mm-hmm.
2: our IP is worth more than this land. Mm-hmm. Because it's something that we, that's ours. Mm-hmm. The land was never ours. We're mm-hmm. just stewards of the land. Mm-hmm. The land we the land provides for us if we take care of it properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The IP, the stuff we create, the ho'okele that's watching the bird patterns or hoku patterns or wave patterns or
3: mm-hmm.
2: right or just observing, you know, just observing nature and then creating design. You know, mm-hmm. comes from comes from the you know there's two pea it's mm-hmm. a bird, yeah, it's, bird yeah. it's a bird flying on the water
3: mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> right yeah. kaula uh, yeah. or aho is is realized because we're looking at the spider web mm-hmm. right we're making upena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's it, we're visually seeing mm-hmm. these things but we're creating the connection between mm-hmm. something physical and mm-hmm. something in theory our ancestors were brilliant at that stuff they yeah. were they were designers and and yeah. you know from from way beyond i mean they were the best case studies so Mm
3: -hmm.
2: i feel Mm -hmm. like i feel like um from a as a design from a design perspective we're in such an infant stage Mm -hmm. of creating this this thing i don't know what this thing is but um we we can we can we can really unlock something identity Mm -hmm. if if we support The designers, the artists, you know, in any, in any community or, or, or any society throughout the history of man, it's, it's the philosophers, it's the designers, it's the Mm -hmm. artists that sort of create and paint the picture. Mm -hmm. And then you have the engineers and the, and the, and the the people who know how to turn on the computer, Mm -hmm. right? That make the stuff physical, Mm -hmm. but you have to have the thinkers first. You have to have the guy who's sitting on the ocean, you know, somewhere in South Pacific, scrapping with his brother. And his family, and he just needs to get away. And he sees that colea, mm-hmm. and that colea is there every year, uh-huh. and disappears and comes back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm gonna follow that thing." Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what We're, I mean. Yeah, it takes that guy uh-huh. to mm-hmm. then go up in the mountain, wait, look for the elepaio, mm-hmm. so he can pick his he pick his right material to build his wall. Uh-huh. And then the next season, okay, family, let's go.
3: Mm-hmm. We are going. Mm-hmm. That
2: takes so much. So much, yeah. Mm-hmm. So much thought, mm-hmm. so much commitment, so much ingenuity. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I really, you know, it's it's science, it's history, it's math,
0: mm-hmm. it's everything. everything. You yeah. Know?
2: So that you know,
0: connection to that yeah. connection to our place. our yeah. intellectual
2: property is is is, is the, the brilliance, Hawaiian excellence mm-hmm. is um is uh, something that I feel like we you know we have the opportunity to 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 grasp and hold and own as Kanaka Um, and we just have to we have to you know keep putting into it and keep you know and keep creating I mean there's so much brilliant designers Mm -hmm. you know Kanaka local I mean we have so much talent in these islands Mm -hmm. so much talent Mm -hmm
0: yeah yeah, it's so, yeah. oh it's so yeah, good so, so good. it's so good and like when we talk to these like creators designers it's almost like the best work comes when they really are like how you say it, like true to yourself and like really understand who you are and then take it past you and understand the place that you're from the people the like really understanding uh, and then contributing and being a part of that narrative too, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Sometimes hard for see, uh, like mm-hmm. yeah? Like, hard for see that, that y- you are important mm-hmm. to, to, to this, this thing, this ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And if you stop thinking that you're important, mm-hmm. then we lose an advocate. We lose mm-hmm. a component to that piece. Mm-hmm. And we cannot realize our full potential, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, being bogged down by policies and, you know... And then things that are out of our control. Mm-hmm. Hawaiian intellectual property, all Hawaiians, that's ours.
3: Mm-hmm. And, you know,
2: and we just have to be righteous with it, and
0: mm-hmm. and
2: and and keep taking it to the next stage. And you know, enjoy, like I love sharing stuff with people. Mm-hmm. You know, I love having conversations, and and some people are like, ah, why are you? you know, like my my kubuna and. Moves. sometimes you're not supposed to say certain things, mm-hmm. which I agree with. Mm-hmm. Right? But we also gotta we also have to like share and publish, you know, like
1: yeah, to keep it alive.
2: Well yes and, and and like
0: then keep like think deep thought, like have these conversations, even though sometimes it's hard, sometimes uncomfortable, like we were talking about with Melia again. She's like the whole like getting price out of paradise the whole issue. Like people don't wanna talk about it. It's hard to talk about but
1: what happens it, yeah. if we don't
0: talk about it? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Then we lose it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We lose it. Yeah. We we, we sometimes uh, have this 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 mentality that ah, nah, it's good enough. Or mm-hmm. nah, I don't like say nothing. You
1: know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. uncomfortable.
2: Uncomfortable or mm-hmm. like or like ah nah, power ready. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. But I think there's a fine line. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just gotta say something. You mm-hmm. know. And just and just. It's funny I say that, mm-hmm. and I'm a guy that I do these things, like talk and stuff like that, because I know how important it is for mm-hmm. fitted and 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 my my guys and, and, and you know this thing that's outside of me. Mm-hmm. But in particular, I'm not very comfortable. With this this is not my my preferred choice. I'd rather have the work speak for itself. Mm-hmm. But I understand that that's not how the world works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just yeah. about the work. Yeah. Right. So so yeah. you have to be able to. Step outside a little bit and mm-hmm. yeah, just voila, mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Create yeah. our own lanes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And stick to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Pivot yeah. when you gotta pivot. Or
0: yeah, oh, yeah. so
1: many amazing. Thank you so. Like, like, like I said in the beginning, like it, it's so nice to just be able to sit down. Yeah, let's have this conversation because like. I know talk us, So I, I think this can go on f- Like forever <laughs> I mean, We can talk about so, many, so many For yeah. our podcast yeah. 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 <laughs> We gotta bring you back
0: <laughs> I know Yeah We haven't even talked about All the brands And like all the stuff You have coming up But uh-huh. like we just really value Like your perspective And your experiences And what you Thank have you. to bring And like just Yeah what you're putting out there Like the stories That you're putting out there Is so important And I hope it inspires Other people to do the same You know Me too Yeah Yeah,
2: yeah cause yeah. after You know We talk about past, present, like our, you know, like we have Pico-E, Pico-O, and Pico-A. And it's such a simple concept, right? Mm -hmm. We have to revere our past Mm -hmm. by making our right decisions in the present Mm -hmm. so that we can create a path for the future. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that.
3: Mm -hmm. While
2: we're on this timeline in the middle, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: it's our opportunity to leave this place better than when we came in. Mm-hmm. More opportunities. Mm-hmm. Make sure our kids are educated, you know, whatnot. Mm-hmm. If we if we don't, then we we failed at holding the line, mm-hmm. right? Our mo'o then becomes fractured, mm-hmm. and we can't. If if we if all of us individual individuals sort of assume the responsibility mm-hmm. of that space, that mm-hmm. line, that dash, I think we'd be in a better place, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Knowing that bro, this is something that's important to us. Mm-hmm. So let's make sure we make the right decisions while we can. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. well, we can go on and on because yeah, there's things that real. Yeah. that, you know, that are effective, that are uh, ineffective yeah. right now on a policy level. But yeah, yeah. Well,
0: thank you so much. Um where can people find you and
2: Yeah. Um well fittedhawaii.com for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the online store is open 24 hours a day mm-hmm. um, on Kona Street uh, soon to be our new location um, uh, yeah Fads which is our which is uh, I think it's on Instagram it's Fad Study it's our client work we're a very mm-hmm. small firm so we don't have tons of clients but we have some really fun projects we're working on and um, yeah I mean my personal is just me and my family and mm-hmm. my <laughs> personal interest which is you know, Cake Zini, um, and my make ready stuff, where I just kind of, I get to do art, my own art, tell mm-hmm. my own stories, um, yeah. You can, I'm easy to find. Yeah. <laughs>
1: thank you, thank you yeah. so much for spending yeah. your time with us today. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for having that me. Was so fun. That's awesome. So yeah. many chicken skin moments, but yeah, thank you.
1: Thank you. Hello, Hello guys.
0: Everybody.
1: Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment.